1: Do you know that you can support the Reflare podcast?
2: What? You can do that? But how?
1: Oh, Dan, it's easy. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm forward slash the Reflare podcast forward slash support or click the link in the show notes to support from as little as $1 a month.
3: Oh my God, that's awesome. I'm going to go right now.
2: What's up everyone, welcome to the Replayer Podcast, a video game podcast where we discuss everything that went down on the Retro Replay Show each week. I'm Dan, your host for this week's episode, and joining us today we have the Burger Man himself, Greg Bergner. Hello everyone, nice to see you all and hear you all. And also with us today we have the crazy fangirl, Shyami. Shyami. Hey
1: everybody, it's the crazy fangirl, Shyami.
3: And we also have Britt. Hiya. <laughs> hi, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> hi.
2: So Pagan will not be joining us this week as she is at MCM this weekend. So anyone going there, say hi at the Replayer meetup. Say hi to Pagan and uh, talk to her about the show. Um, and if you guys will just bear with me one moment. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> I was the clown girl.
2: What? <laughs> Anyways, just a quick refresher for anyone who hasn't listened to the show before. Retro Replay is a YouTube channel hosted by Troy Baker and Nolan North, and they're run by Drew and Crew. They upload two episodes per week, one a playthrough of modern games, and the other a trip back in time where they play some of the retro games of yesteryear. And we're here to talk about, rewind, and discuss the content of their most recent uploads and their many, many tangents. So this week on the show, they had the... Uh, 15th episode of Uncharted, the definitive playthrough, which actually ended up being, not the last episode, but they did finish the game. And on the uh, retro side, they played Earthworm Jim. So, to open things up, let's uh, talk about the last episode of Uncharted. Shime, do you want to kick us off what you thought of that episode?
1: Sure. Um, I mean, like, the whole Uncharted series was amazing. I loved watching Get to play them because I mean, I've grown up with Nolan's like voice acting in my life for so long, so seeing him able to play it and finish it was great, though at the end was just like, come on, like it was just like, oh, like <laughs> it's like, it such a tease, but I really enjoyed the last what probably is the last episode of Uncharted but there's probably going to be one more at least. Well,
2: there is going to be one more that is set at the end yeah, of the I episode. Yeah, you've got to get
1: Amy. Yeah,
2: yeah they're bringing That's Amy cool. Henning onto <laughs> the show.
1: hear that, but that was mm-hmm. great. I'm so excited.
3: Britt, you got any
2: thoughts?
0: I loved it. I love Uncharted. I love Nolan. and like, <laughs> he's, such, he's so good now. I'm so proud of him. Yeah. Like, look at him go. I don't care what Troy says. He's doing a good job. <laughs>
2: <laughs> any thoughts on their guest this week, which I'm going to try to contain <gasps> myself. I was super, 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 super pumped to hear that Alan Tudyk was making an appearance on the show. So any thoughts on that, either of you?
0: <laughs> I love him.
4: <laughs> he, he's an amazing
1: actor. So, so when, I, when I saw him, I was like, oh,
0: my
4: God.
1: Yeah.
4: I, just got I think so he's excited. been
0: my favorite guest so far. Same,
3: absolutely. Because
0: he he's got such like a nice rapport with the both of them. Yeah, I just <laughs> mm. great.
5: He's the most known out of the last few guests that they've had. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, it, not even like doesn't matter if they're known or not. He, they just I just really enjoyed it.
2: I was actually yeah. kind like, of their, shock- their chemistry. That people in the live chat were being like, "Who's Alan Tudyk?" and I was like, "Are you serious?
1: What?" Yeah, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Uncultured have you not watched Transformers? My... Have you not watched the hundred other movies that he's in? God's Firefly. Um, yeah.
2: <laughs> Greg, you got any thoughts on uh, this episode? Well, uh,
5: yes,
0: mm. I, <laughs> I knew, I knew oh.
5: that he was the last part. I had a feeling he was going to have trouble with because it doesn't really give you a sense of direction of like what you're supposed to do with the guy with uh Navarro, who is also apparently Dave, from, uh, NXS, <laughs> Dave Navarro from, if you didn't know that <laughs> or James yeah. Dexter, whoever, but whatever band he's in. Um He does actually look <laughs> like him. It's kind of weird now that they brought it up. I didn't think about it at that time when
2: I played. You can't unsee it. <laughs>
5: Now, now I'm going to be like I'm shooting the dude from Dave Navarro. So, uh, yeah, sorry, Jane's Addiction. I guess you're all canceled or in excess, wherever he's from, like I said. I'm not a big Dave Navarro guy. So, um, but overall, I think uh, even though we saw quite a few deaths, and by a few, uh, a lot, but regardless, he did finish it. He figured it out. He stuck through it. He was very frustrated. Um, but I'm very proud awesome. of him and I was very happy to see Alan I think that was a nice touch for the little not the not so grand finale but grand finale for playing Uncharted so I think that was very much that was very much deserved and enjoyable to see him in there
2: Ooh! well I just got a quick little fact factoids on Alan here for those who don't know I can't believe there's people who don't know but Alan <laughs> Tudyk is an American actor that was born in March uh, march 16th in 19 1971 is most well known for his role as wash the wisecracking pilot in the short but beloved series firefly which that's my favorite role of his and where i fell in love with him mm-hmm. as an actor he's also known for his roles as steve the pirate in dodgeball and k2so in rogue one a star wars story like troy and nolan he he also has an endless credits of voice acting And to me, most notably, he played King Candy in Wreck-It Ralph. And the list goes on and on and on. I can't say enough about how much of an amazing, amazing actor and personality Alan is. And I lost my mind (laughs) when I saw that he was going to be on. I was like, this is going to be so good. So good.
1: (laughs) He's very talented.
2: And I think he made a great guess, too. Like, he fit in really well with them. Um, he was definitely more laid back. He he didn't really have much involvement with the game. Um, and I don't think he's probably ever played it. But at the same time, he meshed well with just kind of riffing with Troy and being able yeah. to just joke and have fun.
5: All the bits that they did felt natural. Like, it didn't feel like yeah. off-putting or anything. He just blended right into the the gameplay and the commentary.
2: And I like that uh, Troy and Nolan even kind of gave him that little nod where when they teleported him in and he was uh, auditioning for, was it ha- Hamlet? And, <laughs> yeah. th- and Hamlet, Nolan's like, that. wait, you still have to audition? He, that's kind of a nice, that's a nice gesture because they're kind of saying like, you're that good, you shouldn't have to audition. Mm-hmm. I would have to agree with that.
4: Cute.
2: So, uh. As far as that goes, the way that they brought him in there, you got any thoughts, further thoughts on that, Shiami?
4: No, not really.
1: But, like, I was just, I remember just, like, because obviously we know now, like, every time a guest is going to come in, they're going to portal in. So I, I get <laughs> so excited when that moment comes up every time. I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, they can begin now. And I get so excited to see how that transition happens. So to see that he was auditioning was just hilarious. And it was great. and. Time like I was in the car with my dad, and my dad was like, what are you watching? <laughs> and, so I was like, and I was like, oh, yeah, just retro replay, and just, like, one of the coolest guests just came on the show. And then mm-hmm. he was just like, okay, you, you, you do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was just great. I loved it.
3: Britt, any other thoughts?
0: I think, besides, I think Cooper's probably been my favorite entrance just because it was so, like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. Hmm. But, um, yeah, no, Alan's was amazing. <laughs> I'll give
2: you that, yeah. Cooper's, being the first one, definitely had a little bit more shock and awe yeah. to it, and they made a good bit out of it, but I think they did a mm. good job with Allen, too.
0: Yeah, Allen's, like, as, as a guest that stayed, his has been the best, but Cooper's, like, was the funniest, I think.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Greg? I... I, I can see why people like Cooper was definitely the most uh, unexpected out of the ones that we're going to be a part of. Cause nobody expected Nolan's son to just drop in, especially cause <laughs> you know, he was on the freeway. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. Alan, I feel like the, the, I liked Alana and I, unfortunately I already forgot the last guy's name. I'm terrible. I Um, yeah, Raúl. That's correct. Yes, thank you. Sorry, Raúl. Um, I got your back, Bowie. Just thank you, sir. Um, a- a- Alan was just that was that was perfect. That couldn't have been a better choice. Mm,
2: definitely, one hundred percent. And I again, I just want to express how much I feel that he had just a natural presence to be there, even though he didn't really know what was going on. He was just kind of like, "Oh yeah, shoot those guys. Those are the bad guys, right? Shoot them." I'm he would said well. that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Shiny.
1: Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, no, I was just gonna say, like, I loved how he just had no idea what was going on. Like, <laughs> it, especially in the early stages of like the episode you watch, and he's like, "Oh my god," he just got sniped and just like stuff like that. I was like, "Oh, this is so great" because you get like an out perspective of someone who hasn't seen <laughs> Uncharted. So I thought that was really interesting to see like him react to it. Right. I personally love watching people react to things. So I was like, this is so interesting.
5: I actually want to add in one point. I think the funniest bit in that whole thing... Um, I'm sure there's a couple, but one that actually made me laugh when I was watching it... Was when uh, Nolan was in the sniping section. He had kept getting sniped, and hmm. Nolan was frantically looking for cover. And Alan goes... So that laser that's pointing at you has a bullet on it, is that correct?
4: <laughs> I was just thinking
2: yeah. that. I was going to say the same thing how he said that the laser he's like there's a bullet attached to that laser, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. One. The other part that made me laugh out loud was when he was when he called referred to the scene as a uh, a catholic level of violence.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Sounds great.
2: Good way of putting that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's why I appreciated him as a guest so much, because his wit and his humor was just so present and on the spot, and I don't know, it just it, it felt great having him there.
5: Yeah, it's hard to find people like that, especially because Nolan and Alan have done a lot of stuff, too, and mm. Troy has, I'm sure, as well at certain parts, but... You can just tell with Alan, the kind of person he is, he's just, you can, he's very easy to work with and you can just blend in whatever setting or whatever scenario you got, you'll just mesh perfectly with him. He just blends right into anything, it seems.
2: Mm -hmm. And I also think that because of his acting career, that helps. He, he is so much like Troy and Nolan in that he's, he's a very accomplished voice actor more than an actor. And he has a very similar repertoire that they have so he is one of the guys kind of in my mind Mm-hmm.
3: Definitely. I agree yeah cool cool
2: anyone got any other uh, thoughts on that before we move on I'm good
1: no? I'm all good
2: well uh, no, I, d- I think, that's I think uh, I'll just touch on the fact that it, they did finish the game um mm-hmm. Nolan did get to the end. He beat Navarro. So that was the final boss fight. And then we got that wonderful cutaway where it said, you know, stay tuned for the final episode next week, which we're going to get um but we're not going to get any gameplay, I imagine, but they're going to have Amy Henning on, which will be awesome. We'll actually get I'm
0: so looking forward to that. Yeah. I'm
2: looking forward to it. We're finally going to get someone who's actually associated with the game as a guest
0: <laughs> other than Nolan.
2: Yeah, I yeah. mean they've they've must have heard <laughs> the the cries in the chat. It's like get people associated with the game on here.
5: Yeah. Um and I and I feel like especially because they're gonna have a special episode with her as because I believe she was the creative director mm-hmm. or one of the one of the lead people for the Uncharted series and and the whole mm-hmm. um I we're probably gonna hear some great stuff about like, you know, working with nolan and troy and maybe some stuff we didn't know we're probably going to get a lot of lot of a lot of history lessons next week and i'm I'm very much looking forward to that especially because we get to go deeper into more than what we already knew about uncharted it's going to literally be uncharted uncharted
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> charting the uncharted exactly there yeah. you go if they don't name
0: it that i'll be sad
2: yeah. <laughs> it's basically like the uh the trophy for beating the game is charted yeah <laughs> It's it's no longer Uncharted. Yep.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Alright, so uh, let's uh, shift on over to the episode of Retro Replay itself uh, where this mm-hmm. week they played the classic platform shooter Earthworm Jim um, which I personally have played that game but not a lot. I remember renting it back in the day as a kid and finding it difficult and I didn't rent it again, so I didn't play it that much. How about <laughs> you, Shami or Brit? Let's start with you, Shimey. Have you played Earthworm Jim, or what are your thoughts on that episode?
1: Well, to be honest, I wasn't born when the game was out.
2: <laughs> I mean, you could have still played um, it.
4: <laughs>
1: um, to be honest, like my family, particularly me and my sister, we only got into video games around the early two thousands. So, and it was more the games that were coming out on Xbox and stuff. So it right. wasn't something like this. unfortunately. Well, that game but, did get I re-released mean, watching... on Xbox. Oh, okay then. I did not know that. <laughs> um, but for me personally watching them play that and get frustrated was just I mean, I love watching people again, like vi- like when I watch someone like video game and they get frustrated, I'm like I don't know why. I just enjoy it. And I'm like <laughs> oh, they're getting frustrated, but that means they're getting into it. So I enjoy watching them kind of get get passionate of the about fun. it. So,
2: mm-hmm
1: that's why i enjoyed i enjoyed this episode a lot
2: <laughs> it was a good one
1: yeah, it definitely was
2: brit
0: i i don't think i've ever played it but as soon as they started up the game i was like this feels so familiar and i have no idea why and like just everything about it i was like i've seen this why have i seen this but i know i've never played it really so, yeah. <laughs> you ever figure out the way
1: I have to agree with Brit. I felt that as well.
0: Maybe what was that game called? Um Abe? Abe's Odyssey? Yeah, it maybe it reminded me of that cuz I did play that.
2: Well, that was a side scrolling like... game but it didn't have shooting like yeah. Earthworm Jim and. No.
0: But it, it was, I don't know why it was, but it was so familiar to me. It had
2: a similar art style, I would say, even though Earthworm Jim is more yeah. cartoony and Abe always was, is a, it was 2D but 3D art.
0: Yeah, that game mm-hmm. scared me. Sorry. Kind of <laughs> it jealous. was very
2: weird and creepy. I have all the Abe's games. Those are all fun. Action. Well, they're more <laughs> uh, puzzle platformers. They're weird. <laughs> Greg? Yeah, but I. Oh, no. J- Sorry, Brett, were you still going?
0: No, I was I was done. I was just saying like I don't okay. know. I don't remember playing it, but
4: it was good. <laughs> okay.
5: I never played Earthworm Jim because uh, I didn't grow up with the uh, the Sega or the Sega Genesis or Master Drive. I'm sure it, it I know it's on, on other SNES, platforms. Though. I never. I didn't know about it. I just didn't know about it at all at the time uh, when I had a SNES. Um, I wasn't into those I guess type of games, I mean, I played Mario and stuff, but that's nothing like mario um i wasn't I was never really a huge side scroller person. I guess it really depended on what the game was about. Um, Earthworm gym, I know is a very difficult game um and they didn't actually get that far even with cheat codes. I know they got to certain bosses <laughs> and stuff, and he did kill one boss uh but I don't. I don't have any memories of Earthworm Jim because I never played it. I just started hearing about it as I was growing up after it came out. Um, and like like kind of what Shami said, uh, in the early 2000s, when I was playing certain games, I didn't even know about Earthworm Jim until maybe 2000, maybe mid 2000s, I started hearing the name. But I probably wouldn't play it just because it it, it, it it's I like the cartoon style, but it, it's not a big game that like I'm eager to play. So it was nice watching them play it so I can kind of see what it was like and kind of see how they were their take on it.
2: Yeah, I've got a little bit of background info here, too. So uh, Earthworm Jim is a series of side scrolling platforming video games, the first game of which was released in 1994, which Troy talked about a lot in that episode, as he referenced many, many other things that also came (laughs) out in 1994. The series is noted for its platforming and shooting gameplay, surrealist humor and edgy art style. Four games were released in the series. The original Earthworm Jim, Earthworm Jim 2, Earthworm Jim 3D, and Earthworm Jim Menace to the Galaxy. The series had laid dormant for almost a decade before Gameloft remade the original game in HD for PlayStation Network and Xbox Live Arcade in 2010. See, Me, that's what I was talking about. The game had been released again. Interplay announced Earthworm Jim 4 in 2008, but little has surfaced since. So... There was supposed oh. to be another Earthworm Jim game, but it's been quiet for um, uh, over ten years. Wow! Hm. But there's still hope, right? Uh, I would imagine so. <laughs> I had when <laughs> I, I, I did, when I was doing some research on the game, I had come across an article that said that Earthworm Jim was being developed for the new um, Atari system. That's been getting oh. worked on in oh. the. Oh, shadows. I heard
5: about that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Atari's been making a new system that they've been working on for like a decade that's supposed to be coming out at some point and there is an article talking about Earthworm Jim being made for that system.
5: So it's an exclusive for that system.
2: That's what it would seem based on what hmm. I read.
5: I guess that if I guess if you need to get people to sell, you know, sell units, I guess if you have a series that's beloved because I know mm. Earthworm Jim is a beloved series um it is a, i guess you would consider it a cult classic um yeah i guess that would be a good way to do
2: it yeah i um uh, also they talked about in the show the earthworm gym cartoon series that i had no idea even existed and i also looked into that and i found some stuff online they had had episodes of the show on youtube but they had been pulled due to licensing uh, mm-hmm. But there were some clips because I wanted to check it out and see what it was like, especially because they mentioned that Jim Earthworm Jim was voiced by Dan Cast- castella the, the man who voices Homer Simpson. Mm-hmm. And when oh, I yes. when I watch some clips of the show and you hear Earthworm Jim, he's very much uh, Krusty the Clown voice. <laughs>
5: That wouldn't surprise me I could, that that definitely is a Earthworm Jim is definitely a crusty the clown type of looking
2: character yeah, and the clips oh, that I yeah. did see it was pretty interesting, and I was like, you know if I had watched the show as a kid, I think I would have been super into it. hit some really yeah. odd humor
5: <laughs> it seems like Earthworm Jim at first was like not as popular. I feel like it's one of those like I mentioned it's a cult classic, so now it has like a big. Uh, fan base, just because of like what how it's how it is now, and like compared to games now, like the kind of game it is, like side-scrolling, arcade type games like that are starting yeah. to make more of a comeback.
2: Oh yeah, there's a lot uh, of indie games that are making popularity. A huge yeah, that are surge yeah. like that.
5: Yeah, that they probably got inspiration from. So I can I can definitely see what they try to do because now if they bring that back, there definitely be more of a market for it versus back then.
2: Definitely. It's even on Steam now, it's twenty bucks for each one mm. of the Earthworm gyms oh. on Steam. Oh wow. For the HD versions of them. I mean they're still the same game, but they're the HD version for twenty dollars on Steam.
5: They just look a little better.
2: Yeah, they're probably <laughs> just touched up a smoother frame rate. A little cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: but for twenty dollars.
2: Yeah, it's like mm.
5: <laughs> I think ten dollars would be uh yeah.
2: a lot more reasonable than twenty but yeah. i'm not the person who made the pricing yeah <laughs> and then like cool. i i'm really into those kind of games like action side scrolling platformers but for some reason i didn't take the earthworm jim at the time when i played it as a kid i don't know if it was because it was too difficult for me or i didn't understand the concept back then but nowadays i love those kind of games that are like that
5: yeah i think as as we're kids we don't want to do anything that's too difficult. <laughs> but now that we're older and we're able to maybe take on those older games uh, those, at the difficulty that they were, and then, like you said, you can start to appreciate them more now mm-hmm. versus back then when you're kids and you get frustrated and you're like, oh, I don't like this game, it's too hard, and then you would
2: go to the next one and forget about it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's
1: That's very true.
2: You guys being a little younger, I don't know if you ever went through what I went through where I would rent Super Nintendo games from the grocery store. <laughs> and had... Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're... I used to go to the grocery store. They have a rental area with movies. And I'm talking about, like, VHS tapes. And... Oh, well, actually,
1: yeah, I did do that.
2: Yeah. And then they had, like, Super Nintendo and Genesis and you'd look at the wall and have to pull the big plastic box off the wall. And I'd beg my mom <laughs> to spend the $3 or whatever it was to rent the game for a couple of days.
4: Aww.
1: <laughs> I remember doing that with Halo 2. And then we just eventually bought it. Because right. that's how much me and my sister were playing it. And we were like, can we just buy it? And then we bought it. And that yeah. was like my first ever first shooter game. Halo 2? Yeah. yeah, Halo 2.
5: Wow. I think that's how rental places got you. And that's why the renting like Blockbuster and um, like you said, the grocery stores. um, I think that's why they kind of went downhill, because basically, if you like the game and you kept renting it for weeks and weeks and you kept paying the whatever price (laughs) at (laughs) one point, you would have already basically paid for the full game. Yeah, so I'm then sure. you're so you're basically paying for the game after paying all the rentals. So you're paying almost double right. for for the game. That's how they got you. <laughs>
0: Sneaky.
5: Yep. That's
1: very. I was just thinking about it. That's like yeah. I've been scammed.
5: Now, now thinking back on it, the renting service back then was a really big scam. So, I mean, there's a lot of better subscription services out there that give you more yeah, for cool, instead of definitely. one. Because I think my blockbuster was. Seven dollars for seven days. So it's a dollar a day. I think it went up to almost ten or twelve dollars, and then that's when Netflix came around and basically destroyed Blockbuster. There's only like one blockbuster remaining in the US. I think it's but, in Alaska. Aww. Yeah, it's somewhere weird. A place you wouldn't expect a <laughs> blockbuster. But they're still going. So clearly mm. they're they, they're still able to finance whatever they're doing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: childhood memories just from the even just the thought of blockbuster
4: yeah
5: there's definitely memories there but now as we're older and we're thinking back
2: it's like yeah they 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 really they they did us a sneak with uh, our parents' money <laughs> wow speaking of memories if i can do a little story time the thought of blockbuster immediately brings back a memory of back in the day when i used to rent from blockbuster and i had Spyro the Dragon, the original on PlayStation mm. 1, which is yeah. one of my favorite games on the PlayStation 1. And um, I wanted a new memory card because the memory cards I had were all full, but I didn't mm. want to delete any of my saves because they were so precious to me. We had this right. similar conversation in the first episode, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we did. But so I went to Blockbuster. I was looking at the games to rent, and they had a memory card on the shelf to buy and it was a i believe a pelican brand off-brand memory card that had mm-hmm. two times the storage space and i was like oh my god there's so much storage <laughs> space and yeah i had the money for it and i thought okay i'm gonna get this memory card so i can have more room and keep all my game saves so i bought mm-hmm. it i brought it home plugged it into my playstation and I transferred my ninety nine point nine percent completion of Spyro the Dragon onto it it was I was missing Uh-oh. one piece of treasure on Spyro's one piece of treasure I couldn't get, and I hadn't figured it out and I transferred my save data onto this memory card and then it immediately bricked the memory card. it died. Uh, I lost the save no! file. the save no! file was gone <laughs> forever. Ugh. Oh, oh my God. I literally took the memory card and I threw it against the wall and watched it explode into a million pieces.
0: <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> I said, I don't care, I lost I
2: the $20. Can... Or whatever it was yeah. I spent on it. I the was save like, battery
4: died? I God. was literally like, Spyro, no! <laughs>
2: and the, the, the sweet conclusion I can give to that story, now here we are in 2019 with a remaster of Spyro the Dragon, I finally got that one piece of treasure in the remake of the game and I one hundred percent had Spiro.
0: Well done. I
2: Very was good, like yeah. completion. Yes, I have closure now. <laughs> yeah. So the save battery died? I don't know. It was a as far as I knew, it was a brand new memory card. It was in plastic sealed. You know, I opened it up, put it in the memory card, and it was just dead. I don't know about a save um, battery. I have this I still have my memory cards from back then, the PlayStation the Sony ones. They still work.
5: Yeah. Certain um It depends too of how often you use it because it doesn't take a lot of power from the battery to save. Um and a lot of people that have Game Boys, their games, that have a save battery built into the cartridges, are now dying because it's been over 20 years. Those batteries last about 20 years, depending on usage. So mm.
2: that,
5: so oh, I don't man. know, especially if it's a new one. That's kind of weird, unless it was faulty. I'm which sure could it be was. A, it could, because that, <laughs> that, that wasn't a surprise back then with certain hardware yeah. around that time. I mean, so. if nothing
2: else, the lesson I learned there is I never, ever bought third-party purchase products again after that take that china (laughs) suck it (laughs) that's that's where sony got all my money instead yeah legit (laughs) china (laughs) so that was a fun little tangent uh i'll bring it back to i mean that last episode of retro replay was pretty good i think it was very entertaining we had some good tangents the guys had some good stories and some laughs as always (laughs)
1: Well, as always, I love their tangents.
3: Yeah, yeah. Anyone (laughs) that
5: anyone wants to bring up in particular that they liked? That's what I was hoping for.
1: (laughs) Oh, well, I was just going to say, like, um, just because I was in a rush in the morning when listening to this particular episode when it came out, like, how they were talking about, like, when they were teenagers and the fact of peer pressure, like... I don't know why, like, whenever they bring, like, those sort of topics up, I, I kind of just get really invested. I'm like, oh, okay, what are they going to talk about?
2: Oh, that's right. That whole, like, first, like, I 10, 15 minutes felt like an anti-smoking advertisement.
1: Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it really did. It was interesting to hear, like, how they were growing up and, like, kind of, like, what how they felt. And hearing Nolan talk about, like, that peer pressure of drinking and stuff, I was like, oh, my God, he went through it. Like someone like him ain't gonna go through it, but then listening to him go and talk about that was like very interesting in, in my opinion. I'm not sure about what you guys would say. I thought it was interesting.
2: Britt, any thoughts?
0: Yes, yeah, so no, I just I love every episode of this, like if they could talk about freaking paper and I'd be like, Yes, tell me about the paper Nolan and Troy.
2: Tell me how the paper is made, Troy Nolan. <laughs>
0: Tell me all the secrets of the paper. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I just love them.
2: I was going to say that I, I was more taken with Troy's story about smoking because I went through a very similar experience as a kid when it came to, oh. like, this first time ever smoking and, like, basically feeling high and dizzy and puking all over the place.
4: Oh. <laughs>
0: I can't really relate to that, though, because I've never done any of that stuff. And I was just like, oh, that sounds scary. Well,
2: good. There you go. Then they got the message through. There That's what they were there doing.
0: Thanks, Troy and Nolan. They were we telling you,
2: Britt, not to use the echo.
0: <laughs> Me, in particular. You specifically.
5: You behaved right. yourself.
0: <laughs> yes, sir.
5: I was going to say with the uh, peer pressure thing, I think if I can't say all of us, most of us have been through a scenario where unfortunately peer pressure has been involved and it kind of sucks too, because peer pressure is more of like uh, to me from what I viewed as, as is it's if you don't do it, you're basically going to be considered like, Oh, you're not fun. We're not going to do stuff with you. Cause, and then it makes you want to be like with the cool kids. It makes you want to be part of something. Cause you're worried that, if you don't do it you're going to kind of be outcasted um mm. and it's kind of weird hearing it especially from like Nolan and Troy's point of view and now Troy no longer smokes and Nolan doesn't do tobacco uh now or or well i guess maybe after that scenario um yeah. it it's good <laughs> unfortunately sometimes it's good if you have the strength and willingness to say no and whatever happens you're okay with because you know everything's going to be fine but sometimes you have to go through life experience through peer pressure unfortunately to kind of figure out okay i can do better or what i need to do in life now i know my boundaries or now i know it's a it's a it's basically a good way of growing as a person uh, and i hate to say that because no one should have to do that through peer pressure but sometimes depending on the scenario it happens and no one should feel bad for that so I'm really glad that they kind of explained their side and kind of made a good point that's like, you know, like Britt said, who hasn't done any of that stuff. I don't drink or smoke or ever done any of that stuff. Um, it's it's good to shed a light on that for those, especially the younger generation or the younger audience. So they don't have to feel like if they ever come and cross that scenario, they know, oh, I know people who have done this now. I don't need to do this or I don't have any desire to do it. And hopefully they don't do it because smoking isn't fun. Um, drugs are not are not your friend. I know some people do certain things to help them, but overall, that's there's better alternatives. So hopefully <laughs> people realize that that you don't need to go to cigarette smoking or doing tobacco or heavy drink. Like there's there's better ways of figuring things out. I'm looking at my soundboard.
2: Were- like, do I have the no- the more you know soundbite? <laughs> <laughs> Probably gonna need to add that in there.
1: <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. So, agree on the peer pressure thing and with smoking, but for me, it was the drinking. Mm-hmm. um I have a lot of people in my family and even friends who who are drinkers, and in their own right, they're allowed to. um But personally, for me, I've just never really seen the fun or like to drinking or heavy drinking, I guess, um, get to the point where I was peer-pressured to drinking, because everyone was doing it. It was cool, it was, like, the fun thing that you would do with your friends, or if, if it was with my family, it was, like, with my family and my cousins. And, like, yeah, it, it you, you go through a process, and then you learn, like, you have, like, whether to say yes or no, it's your choice, and I kind of learned that from a lesson from my dad. Like, I me, mean, like I remember, like very early on, because I have older sisters and I've seen them drink and stuff. And he was like, "Look, you can drink, like, but that's your responsibility. You need to look after yourself. You need to know your limit. If anyone peer pressures you, you need to take that responsibility as well into saying yes or no."
5: absolutely i agree with that 100 uh, percent. so that's
1: why from a very early age i just didn't even drink at all because he was like you know just be comfortable with who you are and even if you say no and they're not happy about it just let it go because it's their problem it's like it's more about you as a person when you're comfortable or not in doing something
3: Hmm. right you've never had anything
2: right you're you're a perfect little angel right
0: Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: She's That's like, what yes. she leads us to believe. I just picture, like, Mr. Burns from The Simpsons, like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: pretty much me. Mm-hmm. I do,
5: I do want to add in one more thing to that uh, going along with, because I, I do have a lot to talk about this, but I won't, because I know we got to all talk and we have other points to make. Um, it sucks, too, because and I'm glad Chimey brought that up. Peer pressure is really tough, especially in a uh, more of in a family scenario than a friend scenario, because that's like your relatives. That's people that you grow up with um, and you don't ever want to disappoint them. And I'm glad that Shimey's father said that to her, because that's definitely a point that I think parents should make to their kids, especially if they do have a lot of family members that do drink or something, which my family On my dad's side was both drinking and smoking, which I never did. And I kind of got outcasted because of that, because I stated that they shouldn't be drinking and doing all that to their bodies and damaging their health, which a lot of them have had health issues. But regardless, that's, that's, it's very tough in that scenario. And I do think that there should be parents like Shami's dad and whoever, somebody in the family said, Hey, be comfortable with who you are, but just remember whatever you do, it's your responsibility. We, it's, it's, it's solely on your own. And I think a big issue too with society is that there's not a, from what I've seen, maybe and it could be in my area, there's a, there's a tough thing when it comes to self-control because of the peer pressure. It almost seems that self-control sometimes is even non-existent. We're like, you can't just have one drink. Like you start with one and it goes to another. And I'm not saying that for everyone, but there is a lack of self-control within certain environments that there should be more of which prevents a lot of health issues and possibly deaths depending. Uh, so I kind of, hopefully that one day gets resolved, but I think it comes, has to be a collective group of people to kind of promote that more than the whole drinking and stuff in general. It's more about the self-control.
4: Yeah.
2: Well, on a more positive (laughs) note, unlike you guys, I, I do drink. Um, but I I don't drink to any excess and to be on a more fun side of the things, you know, obviously the guys like to enjoy a Guinness on the show. We um, mm-hmm. you know we don't see them getting drunk or anything, but at least they can openly talk about the, the issues that come along with that responsibility. But right. <laughs> they do have fun with it. I know Nolan likes to wear his uh, his whiskey shirt. He <laughs> He wears it during some he of the live shows. It. Um, he
1: likes to down a Guinness every once
2: in a while. They He downs the Guinness. They, I know they've had some whiskey on the show before, especially when they got the <laughs> gifts, the, the, whisky, uh, the glasses. Do you guys know who sent the glasses to him? Yeah, they're
4: so beautiful. Um, oh, she. Oh, I don't remember her name. What was it? I, I can't
5: remember. I know Grace sent the retro replay mugs. Yeah, yeah she was, sent the I big forgot one. who sent the glasses. <laughs> it was... She, what, oh, was it Emerson? She, Emerson Biggins?
0: Well, Emerson, <laughs> yeah. Was it her?
5: I think it was Emerson, yeah.
0: <gasps> oh, I feel so bad about forgetting that. Oh, my God. I've, that was, it that might, was before I, my, I my time,
2: be wrong, so.
5: But it sounds like Emerson Emerson Biggins 08 oh, is a regular replay. We'll, we'll have chat. to check on
2: that. That was yeah. before my time in the live chat, so I, I've i seen that episode, but I wasn't part of the group yeah. back then. I want to say it's her. But on that and, also more of a positive note as far as in the uh, Raul live Episode of uh, Uncharted when they when uh, Raúl showed up and they started having their drinks, I commented and <laughs> saying, "Uh, it's Guinness time in the live chat." And even Troy responded saying, "Hell yes, it's Guinness time." <laughs> <laughs> and then in the most recent episode, uh, during the in the live chat, um, there was the mention of having a drink uh, between. Drew and PJ and I commented about having uh, a glass of Blatten's bourbon and Drew oh, was like yeah. he he added me saying at Stark Evil Vash, you come here right now with that Blattens. and I said, Yes sir, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Aww,
4: so some so some
2: fun to. sides to the drinking, you know. Yeah. Not to get too yeah, somber on I mean, anyone. <laughs> yeah.
4: I
0: don't yeah. have a problem with it. Like I go for it. I will. I will have a drink at some point in my life. I just have never <laughs> had the desire. Yeah, yeah, like I feel like if I go over to Ireland and meet like Janine and stuff, I'll probably have a drink with them. Sure,
2: you got to have a pint. Yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly. But I just a lot of my friends when in Rome right? Huh? exactly a lot of my yeah. friends were uh, more of the they would drink a fair bit, and I I just didn't want to do that. And I was like, I'd rather like stay focused and you know.
2: Right, yeah. and see, my you thing do, too you. is yeah. I enjoy a good glass of whiskey or bourbon, but it's more about the taste. It's not about getting drunk. I don't actually right. like yeah. getting drunk. I just enjoy a tasty beverage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's there's
5: fine. There's
1: nothing
2: wrong with that, yeah. Well, yeah, that's totally fine. And I want to clarif- re-clarify when I was
5: making my, my long statement earlier. Obviously, there's nothing wrong with drinking. There's a ton of people that do it. Just, Just be smart and be careful, you know? Know your limit. I mean... In Stuff happens, but just you know, just just be careful. Like what Shime's dad said, you know, it's your responsibility. Right. Whatever happens is your actions, and nobody else's. So just think about, you know, just once in a while, think about, you know, if you want to have more, go ahead and have. Just, just be smart about it. Just be careful. Be re- basically be as responsible as you can be.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was also going to mention that we kind of got some new songs in the last episode. There was a lot of singing in the beginning, too. <laughs> there was. I um, singing. I, I I wanted to take notes so I could remember what the, they were singing exactly. But I was just like, oh, man, all the songs. We're going to get more songs for the Retro Replay album. Oh,
0: hell <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: And it started off with Nolan singing and then Troy singing. I was like, oh, man. All the songs.
4: Songs everywhere.
0: (laughs) They're in the the music mood. I love when they sing.
2: Of course, Troy's got his band, so he could easily turn any one of those songs into a real song.
0: And he should.
3: (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Definitely.
2: (laughs) Does anybody else have any other thoughts on that episode?
0: It was grand. I loved it. <laughs> I don't know. It was I good, did love yeah. them. <laughs>
5: yeah, it
0: was good. was always
2: two thumbs up all around. Yeah, okay,
0: woohoo!
2: <laughs> Didn't really think I uh, have much of an opinion on Earth uh, Earthworm Jim, but otherwise, good episode. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, I wanted to play it after watching it. I was like, oh, that looks like fun.
2: Yeah. And uh, Nolan, mm-hmm. you know, even with cheat codes, they did jump to the end boss there, and he beat the final boss, and it was an off-screen kill on that too. <laughs> The boss was off-screen yes. when he killed him.
0: Right. <laughs>
4: oh.
2: And we got Troy's excited oh, wow. face.
4: <laughs> that was so cute.
5: <laughs> he has that child-like wonder excitement. He gets
3: so pumped Please. when they beat a game. That's great.
0: how I am when I'm watching it. I'm like, yes! <laughs> Yay!
2: Okay, well, I mean, if uh, no one else has anything else to add on that... Um, Let's uh move on to you know, what have we been playing? Shime, how about you? Uh any games that you're playing now or games that you're looking forward to playing? I know you do your uh your reviews and things, but is there anything in particular that you want to talk about?
1: Oh well, quickly I'll just quickly touch upon because I'm actually playing a few games at the moment. Um I'm Tell me. currently playing for the first <laughs> time uh Horizon Zero Dawn.
2: Ooh. <laughs> me and Greg in Suck. Unison Ooh.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it is such an amazing game. I don't know why I play it. My godfather was the one who was like, "Jamie, you need to play this game." Like, hey, he's been telling me to play it for a year now, and I was like, "Nah, I'm not gonna to play it." Like, probably not. He literally bought and was like, "You're playing this right now." And he sat <laughs> me down and I put it into the PS4 and played it, and we played for like a couple of hours, and I was like, "Holy crap!" playing this show ever since then it's just been an amazing ride it's been so good and i'm also playing at the moment detroit become human um i only played through the first part when it first came out a couple of chapters but then unfortunately i got caught up with uni and i stopped playing it and back to it because it recently came out for free on ps4 store of members yep. so i was like ah, why not so i've downloaded it and i'm in the middle of playing it so that's also a very interesting game but to be honest i'm more drawn to horizon zero dawn because <laughs> what,
2: what are your favorite <laughs> parts of horizon
1: oh um oh, wait. there's so many um <laughs> i mean just delving into the whole technology side and how kind of like hundreds of years into the future, but humans have gone back in time in their ways of living. Like, I just found that so interesting. Like, they had to go back to their roots and be like, okay, we have to start from scratch. I don't want to spoil the game because I know, like, some people probably haven't played it. There are probably lots of people who have played it, but still, I don't want to, like, ruin it for anybody because right? literally it is an incredible game. I don't know why it didn't get a lot of attention as it should have because
2: I think it was a it poor release window incredible. when it came out.
1: Yeah, that's what I was probably thinking. I as think well. so like, too.
3: Because but,
2: I've already got a thought on that. That game came out at the same time as Zelda Breath of the Wild.
1: Oh yeah, oh, that's not God. good. Yeah, if that's <laughs> the reason, then that's oh, that's not great. But um, oh, it is like the mechanics, the graphics, the story, like everything is just about this game like i cannot find a flaw and that's the crazy thing that i keep telling myself like game i want to keep like eating into it cuz it's amazing <laughs> so i'm going to shut up now because like oh that no please for feel free
2: to talk about it as much as you like
1: yeah i will say <laughs> like that's probably my favorite game so far i can i can
2: run. say too on that front that i did play horizon but i didn't play much of it and the reason what? is Zelda Breath of the Wild.
4: <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> well, no, Fair here's enough. the thing. Is I played Zelda when it came out, and I didn't play Horizon until about, I want to say six to eight months ago was the first time I tried Horizon. And not going to lie, it felt like Zelda. And I was like, oh, this is mm-hmm. kind of the same game. So it didn't grab me like it would have had I not played Breath of the Wild before that. Fair it's enough. still amazing. Don't get me Fair wrong. Enough, yeah, yeah. Fair enough,
1: totally. Um, because me personally, and I've spoken about this during my reviews and stuff. I have never. Um. So, I mean, you're cutting out, timing, out a little bit. Apologize. Um, I was just saying, like, I never got on top of the Zelda games when they came out. I was like, eh, it's not really my thing.
2: I'm a huge Zelda fan. I, I was
1: so... Yeah, so that's why I was probably so drawn to um, Horizon that I was like, I don't care about anything else. This game is just so awesome. So, yeah.
2: Cool. Britt, how about you?
0: Um, Playing some Borderlands, you know? Um... Aren't we all?
2: We're all playing Borderlands. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah, we're we all
0: playing, playing together. <laughs> um, other than that, I'm, I'm still going along with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Ooh. Cool. So, yeah, I'm still making my way through it. <laughs> I've been doing much gaming as of late because of work and stuff, but I still enjoy it. It's nice to just pop into the world and be a Spartan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Being a Spartan, it's all good. can't. That game is still sitting at the top of my backlog right now. I got it a few weeks ago and I haven't even touched it yet.
4: I, I People with
0: mixed reviews on it, I... I I I'm enjoying it. So. Yeah,
3: as far as I Let know, most know people love it. it.
2: Go ahead. Brooke. I
0: know Nyx does not like it at all. <laughs> she she.
2: Uh, yeah, she, has she thoughts
0: on that. <laughs> she's
2: very passionate about how much she doesn't like it.
0: Yeah, for <laughs> sure.
2: Passionate. Passionate's a good word. Yeah, I won't say she hates it, but she's very <laughs> passionate about how much she doesn't like it. Bless her. <laughs> Which I was going to say, I think that's kind of the common opinion, that people who are big fans of the original Assassin's Creed aren't like, in the direction that they're going in.
0: Yeah. I, I've played every Assassin's Creed game, and I consider them one of my favorite games. I I, I enjoy it for what it is, but it, I, I get what people are saying. It's not mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed. They're trying to do something different. But I enjoy what they're doing, but if they called it something other than Assassin's
4: Creed, maybe?
2: I wish Assassin's Creed would do what it was doing in the beginning, which was basically being a new Prince of Persia game. That's what the original Assassin's Creed game Mm. was. It was an early prototype for a new Prince of Persia. And then they decided to make it a whole new franchise.
0: Oh, I had no idea about that. Um, I did not know that.
2: Yeah, actually, when when I first saw uh, Assassin's Creed the first time, when they showed gameplay of the game, I was like, is this Prince of Persia? And like it was when they first announced the game, they didn't say what it was, they were just showing gameplay, and I'm like, This looks like Prince of Persia, but open world, like a big open world Prince of Persia game. And then it ended and it was like, Oh, Assassin's Creed. It looks like Prince of Persia though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's actually how that game came about.
0: Hmm. Wow, and what a legacy it has created.
2: Fun facts with Dan. Yep. I I know I know my things. (laughs) I know my things how about you greg what have you been up to
5: nothing good however (laughs) nothing but trouble game game yeah game related uh uh sarah my beloved girlfriend shout out to sarah love you Uh, she actually she actually got me into um well i had originally bought horizon zero dawn um but she really got me motivated to start playing it so i'm working at it bits of the at a time I will say, uh, Horizon feels like Zelda and Witcher. Mm. Kind of oh,
0: a hybrid. that's good. Um, that's a hot
5: take. Yeah, so yeah. If, if Zelda and The Witcher had a baby, actually, there's, <laughs> mass there uh, there's <laughs> a mass effect in there, too. There is. One thing I will say, because because said there wasn't a flaw with the game, there is one flaw that I see, but it's not. It's 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 easily like like I'm I'm gonna I'm not you know I'm gonna. Just, like, not even judge it. Uh, and it probably has to do with the creator. Um, the facial animations aren't too great.
4: Oh, that yeah. re- I, that I reminds me of that. Mass Effect
5: facial yeah. animations. <laughs> um, there's really no emotion. Um, however, <laughs> Ashley Birch plays um, Eloy, and she's great as that character. Ashley Birch, if you don't know who Ashley Birch she's a phenomenal voice actor as well.
1: Amazing
4: um,
5: been in many of things. Uh Mainly, most people may know her from playing Chloe from Life is Strange um, or Tiny Tina from Borderlands. Nice. Um, But, yeah, so um, that's on the back burner, but I just want to make a quick note of that. Uh, Currently, uh, I am going to probably be starting to play uh, Red Faction. I got a little bit. I got to do the Red Faction series. I've been doing different franchises. Uh,
2: nice. So Are you gonna play the I'm, original one, like the remaster? I have turd? all of them. I'm nice. starting
5: all the way. There's only four games, but I'm starting at the original. The first, first
2: yeah up. the like PS2 Red Faction. Yes, that game. Yeah, that's awesome. exactly
5: the one that I have. Yeah, nice. I, I love it. It's great. The, uh, the destruction
2: um, in that game was so impressive back then. In that when that game first yeah. came out,
5: and it just got better with each game. Um, mm-hmm. The best destruction, I think, is Gorilla. But uh, so the
2: series lost me after. The third one, I think, and then I didn't play too many of the newer ones.
5: Yeah, it's just it's just the first two, Gorilla and then Armageddon. That was it. But mm-hmm. yeah, we should get a new. We should have a new Red Faction game. That would be great, especially since THQ is a thing again, right? Um, but uh, I think I might also, for trying me to stop yelling at me, I'll finish Kingdom Hearts because I'm almost done. <laughs> Try maybe oh, work Kingdom on that. Hearts. Maybe throw in some uh, some Mad Max because I've been that's been oh, on my like backlog forever. And I and I definitely want to play it because I've been itching now to play it because everyone has played it by now. Or And it's very cheap usually. It goes on sale quite a bit. You can pick it up easily for like five bucks during any yeah. kind of sale on whatever console. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's currently what I'm looking at for the next coming week is trying to get at least some of those start, if not all of them, or finish them, whatever.
2: We'll see. It's so funny that you mentioned Mad Max because I almost talked about Mad Max last week in the last episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, It was during the conversation of bad uh, video game memories of, like, losing saves. Mm -hmm. So uh, I guess I'll mention that now. I was going to talk about how I had Mad Max. Well, I have Mad Max, but I had my mostly completed game um, that I hadn't finished yet. And I was still, like, trying to get all the extras and collectibles and areas to unlock. And my nephew, who was visiting, I let play my Xbox, and he wanted to uh-huh. play Mad Max. And I think I know where this is going. He started a new game, <laughs> and he no. played for about an hour. And he mm-hmm. was telling me how much fun he had with the game, and he was like, "Oh, it was awesome! It was so cool and yada yada." And I was like, "Oh, nice." So him talking about it made me think, "Oh man, I want to play Mad Max again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get get cracking on that." Oh. So I started. The game. I went to load up, and it loaded his save game of oh. only about an hour of play. And I was oh. like, "Wait, this isn't mine." So I went back to the main menu and checked the save games, and that was the only save game. He's I knew that's where that was going. He oh, saved those of your old game.
1: game. His yours. Oh,
5: little
2: yeah. devil! Yeah. <laughs> <That's laughs>
5: Christmas worse. gift for him this year.
2: <laughs> yeah. So that's like a good. Probably fifty or sixty hours of gameplay lost. Oh God, that's terrible! No.
4: <laughs> you
0: have really bad luck with save files, don't you? I mean,
2: I've, I've, yeah, I get stories. Not, not, not all bad. Quite a few stories. I mean, I did share about the my Pokemon save loss, and I've now my Spyro save loss, <laughs> and oh, Mad so Max. Cool the heartbreak of as... lost save games. Yeah, as long as you're getting closure, that's all that matters. Yeah, I, I may never get it with Mad Max though. <laughs> is Mad
5: let me ask a quick question, uh, because before I get into it, is Mad Max worth doing everything? And like is it like fun enough to get all that stuff? Because I was looking at the list and it doesn't seem too bad. It just seems time consuming. Is it like worth
2: yeah, doing I mean, all that? A lot of the side missions and side quests are more um fillery, kind of like some of the missions in Assassin's Creed, where yeah. you do certain side missions to get like a small upgrade of some sort which you absolutely don't need but it's more for like a completionist <laughs> to get everything like oh At you can least carry one extra shotgun shell or something
0: oh heck well, yeah
5: that could still be helpful well i mean as long as that like, stuff in the game all of it is built to like just making you stronger and like yeah easier to just go through then yeah okay well that's good to know that it's not just like pointless stuff yeah most of them will give you, you some sort of, of reward
2: it. for doing it oh that's
5: well that's good to know like it, that
2: they're makes very small like, incremental rewards yeah but they're there
5: good
3: okay that's good to know thank mm. you
2: yeah, yeah you got anything else that you're playing now greg uh, i, I mean had i had a list but, or even I mean, that, think, like upcoming new games that you're excited about because i was thinking oh, when you were talking oh. about things i was thinking about star wars like i'm really excited for star wars
5: i will actually add this i should have mentioned this um my friend and i actually probably later today as as we after you know we do this recording of the podcast we are going to be starting wolfenstein young blood Ooh. And he got Ooh. he got the game so and it has a buddy pass system so your friend plays for free so I'm basically getting it for free which I'm very grateful for oh, but I'm yeah. very excited to do <laughs> that because me and him heck yeah I've been play, playing games for like, he's been my tag team partner in games for like nine years now
4: Aww, uh, nice. so wow. we
5: have played hundreds of games together yeah so we've never played a Wolfenstein game so this is like this mm. will be nice we're gonna have fun killing Nazis that's cool <laughs> Nazis <laughs> gotta get yep. them Nazis.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. that and the other games i mentioned that's what i'm currently going to be doing hopefully ooh well it was when you mentioned uh when you said that horizon was kind of like the child of zelda and um witcher. witcher witcher yeah that made me think of the new star wars game that is coming out and how they're going for more of a metroid feel at least that's what the developers mm-hmm. keep saying they keep talking about it. they it's. It looks like Metroid and Dark Souls had a baby to make the new Star Wars game, oh. and that <laughs> Dark that's Souls. I very. Dark Souls. Yeah. <laughs> it very very much has my ears perked up and tweaking in that direction. I
5: think I may include some Assassin's Creed parkour
2: in that because it looks like there's some climbing and some. Well, this running is, sequences this is added. the developer of Titanfall, which had much parkour oh. while yeah, running. yeah,
4: that's
5: true. Respawn is yeah. yeah. So when I see that the gameplay,
2: true. all I think is Titanfall. I don't see it. Assassin's Creed.
5: Yeah. Okay. Well, let's 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 <laughs> say Titanfall then.
2: Let's we'll make rip, it.
5: <laughs> since it's respawn. <laughs> rip, rip, rip.
2: <laughs> pivot to that.
3: Pivot. <laughs> pivot.
2: <laughs> well, uh, let's see what, what do I'm think? doing. Uh obviously like all you guys, I've been playing Borderlands, trying to get ready for Borderlands three still. Um what? I'm taking another dive into Tales from the Borderlands again. I was streaming that mm-hmm. last night. And let's see, I've been doing some retro gaming. I actually because of the guys, I've been playing some Lion King. <laughs> Ooh. Having no. some fun with Lion King in the Super Nintendo version, the better version. The
4: better one. <laughs> now so better much better
5: with with the Lion King, yeah, it is, especially for music. Um, now, per going back to what we stated that you said that game was super easy last week. Is that still apply? Is it super easy for you?
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm not He's as reaching. good. <laughs> I I lost my got <gasps> Good.
3: Oh. Oh. <Uh-oh>. <laughs>
2: Pagan, if you're listening, did you hear that? Yeah, <laughs> I. I've been telling myself the whole time playing it, like, man, 10-year-old me was a badass at this game. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what, happened well, it's like, what happened to me? It's like I can't play all the uh, fighting games anymore because I don't have the reaction time to put in the button commands to play, like, old Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. Aww. If you're not up to date, you're going to lose that muscle memory. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: let's see. Otherwise... Um, I'm mostly just dabbling around in some uh retro games. To just steal your word, Greg, dabble. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I say that word too, but it's a pretty uh, good word though. It is a good word. Um, I was to it. I've got other things I want to try and stream. Mm, um, actually what I'm thinking about doing now is um I I'm thinking about streaming Lost Legacy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Ooh. For two reasons: one, I've never played Lost Legacy. Really? And I, sorry. Um,
1: <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> You're gonna love
2: it. Two, the other thing I wanted to do is um I want to do a charity fundraiser stream for um, my dad, who has been diagnosed with cancer. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, thank you. <laughs> um you There's do the
1: charity stream.
2: It's, uh, you know, it's, he's got a good outlook, so we're staying positive, and I'm just trying to sit, uh, raise some extra money for him. So I'm thinking of doing a live stream of Lost Legacy with the uh, hashtag #FuckCancer Cancer, as Troy and Nolan have done for oh, Yeah. <laughs> oh, heck yeah.
1: Oh, heck
4: yeah.
2: I think that's a great idea. That's uh, <laughs> Beautiful idea. That's the name of yeah. my fundraiser that I started on Facebook, is Fuck Cancer. Sweet. <laughs> Technically, it's F cancer to be a little bit more PG.
5: FC. Yeah. <laughs> I will say really quick. Um, I also uh Dan talked about some of this with me and a, a couple other people. Um, both Dan and his dad have served in our military in the past, so definitely a big shout out to Dan's dad for all that he did and all that he's done for us. And I I wish him the best. And Dan as well, thank you for uh-huh. all that you've done. Thank so you. I'm very, I'm very, I get nothing but respect to the military. I love, you know, everything that has been done and things that they fight for that I can keep and, you know, be grateful for as an American and as a citizen. And so definitely I, I wish nothing but the best for
2: him. Thank you. Oh, Hi. that's so sweet. <laughs> I definitely don't get a lot of that. It's, it's always very, it's really? almost it's weird actually when people are thankful and appreciative of my time, and of course I'm I know I'm I did serve, but at the same time I don't feel like a veteran technically as I am, but I don't know it's just weird the mindset. Well, regardless
5: <laughs> of how much time you serve, you have my highest respect. I have nothing but respect for people who serve or or wanting to serve to try to keep the peace and keep what us. Americans have which is you know our rights and our basic our our freedom and everything that's that's a lot of sacrifice and dedication to do something like that in a very self selfless is that the right word selfless decision that um or a non selfish decision <laughs> that you know you have to you put others before yourself so that that's that's nothing but respect for me
1: you have my highest respect as
4: well okay. uh,
2: even from our Aussie friends even the Aussies. <laughs> from,
4: from the there are
0: allies. The what are you talking you about? Off? Yeah, we're friends.
2: I said friends. I mean, of course, yeah. I and did. You... I was in the Pacific a lot, so we were. I was very near you guys for a while.
0: Oh, you should have come and visited.
2: <laughs> this was a while ago.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I was about.
2: <laughs> yeah, you were. You were about, but you were in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. I never actually went yeah. to Australia, but I was. I was very near there. Oh, yeah. Close enough. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, that just about covers it, and I think it's time to wrap things up. We pretty much uh, went over everything.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woo-hoo.
2: So, real quick, uh, Shime, do you want to give out some some details where the people can find you, where they can check you out, whatever you got going on?
1: Yeah. yeah sure. Um, I. You can find me on YouTube, Twitter. And I think that's about it. Yeah. Um, I have a YouTube channel called Crazy Fangirl Reviews. I review and react to trailers of video games, movies, and TV shows. And that's what I mostly do every week, so you can keep up to date with that. And it's lots of fun. And if you are into seeing people react to certain trailers, etc., please feel free to come and have a look around.
5: And I will say Shami has some of the best reactions.
3: <laughs> oh, you're too sweet, Greg. Right?
2: I just immediately picture the me. image of her with her hands through her face. Like,
1: ah! <laughs>
2: that's, <laughs> and that's exactly, literally what she does.
1: Every time. Which, that's what I always she's do. She's the sweetest. She, mm-hmm.
5: she just loves, she's very passionate about all of these different things. And it's just great to see that in somebody. It, it's genuine more than people sitting there reacting to something. Like, you just, you feel the, the, the natural feel when she's reviewing something, the, the joy that she gets, regardless of what the if it's a teaser or whatever, so definitely mm-hmm. I, I recommend checking her out for sure
2: Britt, I know you don't really have much going on, but do you have anything you want to share? I
4: mean, I'm on Instagram but I don't post oh, anything
0: God. Yeah, I
2: know, you're not super active on the social medias, I, don't, I know I don't That's okay,
0: not, not yet We'll see,
2: we'll see, we'll get you <laughs> <laughs>
5: To it. And Greg. Um after hours you can find no I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, just, on, just, just on Twitter as usual at the Greg Double O seven, the T and G I believe are capitalized. The rest is lower spa lowercase, all one word, the the Greg Double O seven zero zero seven. That's nice. pretty much it.
2: Yeah, and uh I'm StarkyVash Vash on Twitter. Vash on just about everything else as far as Instagram, Twitch, Mixer, anywhere and everywhere. Um, I was going to just do a quick shout out for all of our friends at MCM. We were thinking about oh, talking yeah. about it, but yeah, we're kind of yeah. going long on time here. So shout out to everybody at MCM. Hope you guys are having fun. Yeah. Best sure. time to
5: everybody. <laughs>
3: yeah. We're there. A great time.
5: Yep.
2: Pagan, have fun. <laughs> She'll be back next week.
4: Love
5: you, Pagan. Pagan intensifies.
2: Pagan intensifies.
4: (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah, so you can check out her, too, on Twitch. She's been having some fun streaming some games, especially the scary games now, which she's a big baby at.
4: (laughs) She has become
3: a
5: very big meme.
2: Pagan is very (laughs) beautiful, and it's great. Bless us. All right, so let's. Uh, we're going to wrap it up here. I want to thank everyone for listening. Thanks for checking us out. Thank you to Troy and Nolan and Drew and crew, everything that you guys do over at Retro Replay. Keep up the good work, guys. We love you. Um, and just want to remind everybody that you can catch us on iTunes and SoundCloud and YouTube now. We're uploading video versions of the podcast. Um, so we hope you enjoyed the show. Let us know if you got any comments or suggestions. You can write us at thereplayerpodcast at gmail.com and uh, let us know what you think. We appreciate it. And everybody say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.
4: What?
6: You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo season two based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So, Chief could be crazy. <laughs> Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is, is it over yet? Reach is fked. Reach for the stars.